The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. Hello, this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Noel Acheson here with your featured story. On today's show, we take a look at the latest proposal by Senator Elizabeth Warren to push crypto development and markets outside the U.S. We will be using Wondercraft AI Voice for this episode. Today's featured story is from Coindesk's Daniel Kuhn. Its title is, Warren's crypto bill is likely unconstitutional. It's also unlikely to pass. Senator Elizabeth Warren is trying to force-feed the American people a poison pill. The high-profile legislator, known today as much for her disdain of cryptocurrency as for big banks, has submitted a bill for consideration looking to crack down on crypto's alleged use in illicit finance. On Monday, five Democratic lawmakers joined to co-sponsor the so-called Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act. If passed, the law would extend Bank Secrecy Act requirements, including Know Your Customer KYC rules to miners, validators, wallet providers, and other crypto industry actors. Three of the five new sign-ons are colleagues of Warren on the Senate Banking Committee. They are Senators Raphael Warnock, LaFonza Butler, and Chris Van Hollen. The committee is a powerful body in the Senate, responsible for passing laws that regulate one of the largest economic sectors and that will likely influence what legislative proposals will be considered next year. That said, Warren's bill, as it exists, is unlikely to pass for many of the same reasons U.S. governance is often hamstrung. Partisan politics, infighting, and gridlock. And that is a good thing, not only for the crypto industry, where many leaders have already come out forcefully against the bill, but for the American public. The Anti-Money Laundering Act, while likely conceived with the best intentions, comes with some truly worrisome conditions attached. Much ink has already been spilled over the bill, so I won't rehash much of the debate other than saying Warren's bill essentially would make it illegal to use crypto in the U.S. and put severe restrictions around writing code meant to provide people with similar privacy guarantees as paper money. Some, like industry lobbyists at Coin Center, have noted the law would likely be unconstitutional. It likely won't pass for other reasons. In part, after the mess that FTX caused, U.S. legislators are intent on passing actual crypto regulatory reforms, and Warren's bill, instead of taking aim at the issues in blockchain that enabled Sam Bankman-Fried's rise and fall, is focused on the incredibly narrow issue of surveillance. 
It just isn't a good use of time to say nothing of all the other ways U.S. lawmakers seem to waste the days of the years. But it is interesting that this bill is coming up at this time. In fact, Warren's bill is likely unconstitutional in a very similar way, that another truly worrisome congressional proposal is likely unconstitutional. It's seeking to expand surveillance over the bits and bobs of popular digital technologies. As Elizabeth Goitin, co-director of the Liberty and National Security Program at the Brennan Center for Justice, noted on social media about the FISA Reform and Reauthorization Act of 2023, quote, Red alert buried in the House Intelligence Committee's Section 702 Reform Bill, which is scheduled for a floor vote as soon as tomorrow, December 12th, is the biggest expansion of surveillance inside the United States since the Patriot Act. Through a seemingly innocuous change to the definition of electronic service communications provider, the bill vastly expands the universe of U.S. businesses that can be conscripted to aid the government in conducting surveillance. End quote. CME Group Cryptocurrency Futures and Options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. Participate in the Crypto Classic Trading Challenge from December 10th through December 15th for the chance to win cash prizes. Compete against your peers while test driving your crypto strategies in a risk-free simulated environment. Visit cmegroup.com slash crypto classic to find out more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Without going into too many specifics, the so-called reform bill meant to reauthorize Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, a.k.a. FISA, would expand provisions in existing laws that already compel Internet and other communication service providers to assist law enforcement and intelligence agencies to turn in information about suspect users. Goitin notes that by expanding a definition of a provider, those agencies would now be able to compel even more information from even more phone, email, and text messaging records. She mentioned companies that may offer clients Wi-Fi, like hotels, libraries, and coffee shops, because they may run a router that connects to the internet and that figures into the communications chain. It's not just deputizing these companies, it's turning them into, quote, surrogate spies. This is, in the grand scheme of things, exactly how Warren's AML operates. Warren's proposal is written in such a way to increase reporting requirements for nearly every corner of crypto, this includes anything from centralized exchanges where filing suspicious activity reports might make sense, and for parts and players in blockchain where the concept of collecting information on users is asinine, like node operators and software developers. Whether or not the bill makes sense, or even if its proposed expansion of the Bank Secrecy Act is the right tool for the job. The BSA is arguably unconstitutional, as Coin Center's Peter Valkenberg argues, and ineffective because suspicious activity reports do not prevent crime, just limit banks' liability, as ex-Coindesk David Z. Morris writes. Warren, who has used her, quote, war on crypto as a means of soliciting campaign donations, is clearly trying to make a name for herself being tough on crime. Crypto may think crypto is punk and radical, but there are clearly parts of the industry that benefit Wall Street, big time. So Warren's messaging is at least on brand. Her legislative proposals are not always successful, though out of the 330 bills she's written in a decade-long career, she did enact the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which for better or worse is impressive. But some have argued she's just trying to shift the Overton window, what is politically possible to get done, 
and to reinforce crypto's deserved and undeserved association with crime. The bill serves the big aim of attacking crypto as a trend, as well as the narrow issue of crypto's use to fund terrorism, launder ill-gotten gains, and in other criminal activities. Warren's new co-sponsor, Van Hollen, said, quote, Crypto should be governed by the same transparency rules as traditional banks to protect Americans and help ensure it isn't used to facilitate illegal behavior by criminal enterprises and rogue nations. That's all well and good, until you consider how the supposed finance experts in the room are trying to get there by criminalizing communications. More troubling, it's not the first time and likely won't be the last. As Goitin said, quote, At the end of the day, though, the government's claimed intent matters little. What matters is what the provision on its face actually allows, because as we all know by now, the government will interpret and apply the law as broadly as it can get away with. End quote. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Acheson for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.